For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Show, the Maestro of Wrestling. And tonight, it's a very special night. We'll be talking Miss Elizabeth and her career throughout the years. So if you got any cool Miss Elizabeth stories and moments you would like to share, please call in and share them at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And, of course, we'll be talking Miss Elizabeth, plus other wrestling news tonight as well. But, uh, yeah, tonight's Miss Elizabeth night. Can't wait to dive in on that. Yeah, uh, she was uh, she was always great to me uh, through the years. And, uh, and she left a, a very impactful legacy of her own in the wrestling industry. So, uh, yeah, tonight, looking forward to talking Miss Elizabeth tonight with you guys. Uh, before we talk, Miss Elizabeth, plus more wrestling news, uh, just like to share a few announcements, if you will. Uh, first off, uh, tomorrow night on my horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time, uh, the the feature will be House on Haunted Hill, starring Vincent Price. So, uh, looking forward to uh, showing that for you guys. A classic for sure, and you can watch up my Facebook page, official Facebook page rather, facebook.com slash Joe the Maestro. And Saturday, I'm going to be uh, doing a special meet and greet at the sports, the sports car memorabilia event uh, being held at the American Legion Building in Wilmington, North Carolina, from I think from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday. So if you guys in the North Carolina area, come by and see me. 
uh, be a lot of really cool sports trading cards to check out, as well as see your truly Pop Stro be there, sign autographs like uh, me, Mark Ash, uh, a local wrestling favorite, will be on hand as well. Um, yeah, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the American Legion in Wilmington, North Carolina. And for more information, you can go to hit the um, uh, Cards Crazy Sports uh, website on Facebook. Just look, uh, type in Card Crazy Sports for more information. And uh, yeah, a lot, lot of stuff uh, going on, going on with me. Uh, the Stro Sinister Cinema teaser trailer is out now. You can check it out on uh, either Facebook. Or uh, YouTube, at uh, Facebook, you can watch it at uh, Facebook.com/slash/stro-sinister-cinema. The and every word starts with S. <laughs> Stro-sinister-cinema, like it's all together, no space. As well as on YouTube, you can go to YouTube.com, check it out uh, as well. Watch it for free. You can see the trailer for the upcoming Stro-sinister-cinema. Just type in Stro-sinister-cinema. Every letter start, every word starts with S. Triple S's uh, in the YouTube search to, and to take you straight to it. Um, it. It'll be premiering this fall, a uh, special horror sci-fi uh, comedy series that'll be coming out. So I'm looking forward to uh, sharing it with you guys. It was a lot of fun filming, and I hope you guys have a lot of fun watching this as well. But I'm really excited to be, uh, be a part of it in the show case for you guys. So Stroh Sinister Cinema, look out. Teaser trailer, Facebook and YouTube. Man. Uh, I also got Spy Series premiering in the fall called Hybrid. That'll be out soon. I'll show you guys in more as we get closer to premiere time. Uh, and um, there's other television and film projects and streaming service projects I'm working on as well. I'll keep I'll keep you guys informed on that. But yeah, a lot of exciting stuff, man. Um, of course, the Stench of Iniquities out on Vimeo.com, which I started the Ancient Vampire named Abba film and for you watch that for free to go to vimeo.com v-i-m-e-o dot com slash turniverse it's like a pounce all together in those space vimeo.com slash turniverse to watch Stench of Iniquity of course the Devil's Daughter Harlequin Story is still playing on YouTube and Amazon Fire TV just type in the Devil's Daughter Harlequin Story YouTube dot com as well as Amazon Fire dot com for more information um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff happening in the film world. So I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys informed on that. Uh, and in Comic-Con news, uh, next Comic-Con for me is September 3rd uh, at the Craven County Comic-Con at, being held at the Craven County Fairgrounds in Newburgh, North Carolina. Uh, that'll be from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'll be there as special guest. I'll be doing a special panel as well. Uh, wrestling panel. So if you're Newburgh, North Carolina area, come see me September 3rd for Craven County Comic Con. On September 10th, I'll be at the Power Comic Con being held at the Florence Center in Florence, South Carolina from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So uh, looking forward to coming, returning to Florence, South Carolina for the Power Comic Con as well. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of cool stuff happening, guys. I'll keep you informed, you know, as always, uh, with uh, current events. Oh, a, lot, a lot of things uh, happening. Oh, yes, I'm in the contest, guys, for um, 
Faces of uh, Faces of Horror indie movie competition where um, if I if I win the competition, I'll get a walk in uh, on the independent film. I get a picture taken with my buddy King Hodder, who I did um, I've worked with on um, on set a few times, including um, a film called. Um, Oh, gosh, what is that film? Uh, the Action Military film. Checkpoint, that's it. Yeah, Checkpoint. We were on Checkpoint together and and and, uh, and all that. But, yeah, I'll get a picture with him. Uh, I get to stay two nights at a haunted place. I've, I'll, I'll give you the name of it as we get closer. And uh, a grand prize of, like, uh, $13,000, at least some, somewhere in that ratio. But uh, I'll post the link on my social media. Well, if I post the link, I'll read it on my social media. But I'll be posting it again uh, sporadically on all my social media. So be looking out for that. Uh, wish me luck. Hope I, you know, get a chance to make it happen. But uh, I, I can't do it without you guys. So, uh, But I'll keep you informed. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. Um, also... Uh, yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, also, I'll give you a rundown on my social media. We can check it out. Um, Facebook.com slash Stroll the Maestro is my official website, as I alluded to earlier. Uh, www.destro, well, actually, destro.com, T H G S T R O.com is my official website. My merchandise site is destro.com slash merchandise, T H G S T R O.com slash merchandise. We can check out all the latest merchandise. Uh, yeah, my link to my Teespring merchandise plus so much more and to get your favorite Papa Stroh merch today uh, if you'd like to donate yours truly Papa Stroh buy me a cup of coffee tips uh, send me gifts etc and thank you for those that have already donated I love getting gifts and just receiving things from you guys uh, it, it, it's great I, I so appreciate you all love you appreciate you for it I'd like to donate to yours truly, Papa Stro. Send them my PayPal at paypal.me, M is a Mary, E is me, slash Papa Stro. And all together, that's paypal.me, slash Papa Stro. And uh, thank you in advance for your support. Uh, for bookings, I'm taking bookings of all kinds of stuff on these days, my goodness. For wrestling, uh, commentary, voiceover, like a cast for your television, a film project, or a commercial endorsement. Um, autograph signings. Heck, I even do birthday parties. Uh, charities, charities, seminars, a uh, whole bunch of uh, speaking engagements, uh, comic cons, conventions, what have you. I do a lot. Uh, if you'd like to book me for your event, hit me up. Strofoya at yahoo.com. S T R O number four Y A at yahoo.com. Let's talk business. I'd like to be a special guest on the upcoming episode of WCW Retro. Hit me up as well, wcwretro at yahoo.com. I was get you some exposure on the network. But, uh, yes, yes. Um, but thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, we'll, we'll be taking our first commercial break, looks like. Oh, let's see here. I'm kind of navigating as we speak. We're taking our first commercial break, and uh, when we come back, let's 
uh, a commercial lined up, but not just yet. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there, guys. It's one of those weeks, but I'm, I'm getting there. Doing much better, actually, though. All right. Okay. But uh, we're taking the first commercial break, and when we come back, we're talking Miss Elizabeth right here in WCW Retro, so stay with us, guys. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling here. And tonight we're talking Miss Elizabeth and career highlights and so forth. So if you got a cool Miss Elizabeth story moment you'd like to share, uh, please do call in and do so. Uh, 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And so let's get a little... A little bit of a 411 on Miss Elizabeth, shall we? Kickstart everything. So, Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth Ann Goulette was born November 19, 1960. Best known professional wrestling circles as Miss Elizabeth. Uh, and she was a professional wrestling manager, occasionally professional wrestler, occasional professional wrestler, and professional wrestling TV announcer. She gained international fame from 1985 to 1992 in the World Wrestling Federation, a.k.a. World Wrestling Entertainment, from 1996 to 2000 in World Championship Wrestling, WCW, in a role as the manager to wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage, as well as other wrestlers of that period. She... she, Yeah... Yeah, she's had a very storied career, guys. Uh, she was born in Frankfort, Kentucky, and graduated from the University of Kentucky with a degree in communication. Uh, Hulette, uh, from 1983 to 85, Hulette worked at International Championship Wrestling, ICW, shows as a TV announcer. While there, she met uh, Randall Poffo, who wrestled under the ring name Macho Man Randy Savage. They married in December 1984. And some uh, bits for time in World Wrestling Federation, WWE, 1985-92. On June 17, 1985, Macho Man Randy Savage debuted in the World Wrestling Federation. At the time, the WWF featured an angle, a fiction, fictional storyline in which all the managers and promotion competed to offer the services to Savage. Uh, during a match in July 30th, 1985, in, in New York, several managers were at ringside in hopes that he would name one of them as his new manager. After the match, Savage thanked the managers for their consideration and then a- asked that his new manager come to ringside. An attractive lady came to the ring, and announced Bob, Bobby Heenan remarked, she must be some sort of a movie star referring to her glamorous appeal. It was later revealed that her name was Miss Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth's uh, WWF debut was taped on July 30th, 1985 and aired on August 24th, 1985 edition of WWF Primetime Wrestling. From that point on, she was the manager of Macho Man Randy Savage. On February 8th, 1986, in the Boston Garden, she was in Savage's corner as he defeated Tito Santana for the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, that's a uh, little, little tidbit on the Miss Elizabeth here. Uh, it, uh, by the way, guys, if you guys want to uh, call in and give your favorite Miss Elizabeth uh, story a moment, please call in anytime during tonight's live WCB Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Little shout out, if you will, to all the Spotify listeners. Uh, check us out on Spotify as well. I uh, thank you for your support on Spotify, every guy, 
every one of you guys. <clears throat> Much appreciated, as always. So let's get, let's get back to uh, this, this was this time in the World Wrestling Federation, a.k.a. WWE. Miss Elizabeth's first major angle was during Savage's feud with George the Animal Steel in 1986. In the angle, Steel fell in love with Elizabeth, angering Macho Man and leading to a series of grudge matches between him and Steele. Their feud was one of WWF's most popular of the 1980s. It carried on for more than a year, thanks to the Steele's continued innocent crush of Elizabeth. After injuring Ricky Steamboat's larynx, Savage lost the Intercontinental Championship to Steamboat at WrestleMania 3, March 29, 1987. Steamboat later lost the title to the Honky Tonk Man Honky insisted that he was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time, instigated a challenge from Savage, the former champion, in their match, which aired on Saturday night's main event, NBC. Honky shoved Elizabeth to the mat before assaulting Savage with a guitar. Elizabeth ran backstage and persuaded Hulk Hogan to rescue Savage. Savage and Hogan formed the Mega Powers, running off Honky Talk Man and his allies. Fred the Hitman Hart and Jim Dample and I heard. Throughout the Savage Honky Tonk Man feud, a key point was Honky's claim that Elizabeth secretly wanted him more than Savage. In several of their matches, Honky would try to corner Elizabeth, although Savage would always beat him back. In another Savage Honky matches, a woman named Peggy Sue, usually usually Sharon Martell or a dressed up Jimmy Mouse in the South Heart with her rasp uh, Miss Elizabeth ringside, creating an advantage for Honky Tonk Man. At the 1987 Slammy Awards, Honky Tonk Man named Elizabeth Woman of the Year, but the honor was only to harass her and, and anger Savage. Savage quickly ran off Honky Tonk Man. Oh, what a feud that was. Yeah, good, good stuff. Well, oh, we got it first. Oh, yeah, first caller of the evening. Let's bring him on, Mr. Hollywood. How you doing, Pop Show Maestro? How you doing, man? You're doing well. Doing good. I hope you're doing well. Great. That's great. That's great. Good to have you on. Yeah, likewise. Likewise. It's an honor. I mean, it's an honor. Pop Show Maestro. It's an honor. Yeah. Yeah. Honor's mine, man. Tonight is Miss Elizabeth night. Oh my God. Miss Elizabeth, the Macho Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage. I tell you now, you know, um, Pop Show Maestro Elizabeth, she really made Macho Man complete. I mean, she really did mm-hmm. because you look at, you look at, you look at, Debbie, I mean, look at the, when, in the, Debbie, the reason why I say that because you look at the, um, the WWF, you know, when just coming down, just coming down, you know, the, um, coming down, you know, the arenas, I mean, her by, by his side, I mean, she really made him complete. Yeah. She really did. I mean, I, I've always thought that if if pro wrestling had like a beauty pageant um, deal going on, I thought I w- I would say she would have to been like she would have to be like rep- a good representation of uh, you know uh, a beauty pageant of wrestling, Miss Elizabeth Yakis. Yeah, I mean, she was just gorgeous, man. She was. She was beautiful. Uh, um, my son, I have a question. Were they were they really married in real life, or they or that was just all? They, they, well, they were at one time, yeah. They were? They were married in real mm-hmm. life? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Oh yeah, yeah. They're and even even after they split up, they they stayed close. You know, I mean, they were still close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, the reason why I asked because I know lady, you know, when there she goes, I know when she joined the NWO. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know I, was, I was like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Oh yeah, they they stay good friends even after they you yeah. know split up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was. Um, but yeah. Yeah, she was. She, uh, um, she, she was part of the NWO too. Yeah. Yes, she was. Yep. Aaron Bischoff and Hogan. <laughs> oh right, yeah. yeah. She even uh, managed uh, Rick Flair at one time. It was she her and a uh, member that. woman. Her and woman, woman. came I out with Ric Flair. Remember that name? Yeah. 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 She's um, she definitely a part of wrestling, um, wrestling history. That's for sure. You can't. You think about Liz. I mean, she's one of the. She's definitely one of the big names. Definitely yeah. one of the big names. Yeah. You, you, you remember the time? It was, I think it was after Macho Man and Ultimate Warriors match that Macho Man proposed to Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was, it was a big event, one of the big events WWE had. I don't know if it was a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam, but uh, it was right after the Macho Man wrestled uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. I think I might have. Yeah. yeah. A lot of history. A lot of history. And she was, uh, yeah, a lot of history. Remember, she was uh, part of the Mega Powers, too, when Hogan and Savage were a team at one time. Okay, I didn't know that. Wow. Like I said, that was yeah. so long ago. And, and I it was remember, because of her the they Powers. split up, too, <laughs> when Savage really? turned Hogan, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember the backstage bit where Savage thought, was claiming that Hulk Hogan had something for Elizabeth, but it, it really, it was just trying to look out for her. It was right after a tag match with Big Boss Man and Akeem, and Savage was like, Hogan got into it, and Elizabeth's trying to get them to stop fighting each other. <laughs> wow. Not, not, not surprised when it comes to Savage. Yeah. But, yeah, she was yeah, she was part of the Mega Powers, too, man, when Macho Man and Hogan yeah. got together for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember the Mega Power. I definitely remember that. Uh, and she, um, yeah, I'm really like her being a dirty guy. I mean, there's some crazy encounters. I mean, like, um, I think it's sort of like before she joined the NWO with Hogan. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think a number of times where Hogan had her cornered in the ring or something like that a few times, right? Um, I mean, it was, it was so many, it was so many moments. I mean, I was just, I mean, I was. I remember she was freaking out that time that Jake the Snake took that snake, that cobra, and it bit Macho Man, Randy Savage. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah I mean, that's, he, he, that was crazy. Now, I mean, I'll tell you what, that snake, man, I'll tell you what, I don't do snakes. <laughs> right. I, I don't either, brother. I don't blame you. I used to team, when I was teaming with Jake, man, the the, the the, the funny thing was, like, when we walk out the ring together, when you, you would carry that bag with the snake, I'd be, like, like uh-huh. 10 feet behind him. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I'll probably be 20 feet. <laughs> right? Oh, my yeah, God. Man. Oh, my God. 
he had that snake. I mean, he had that snake a long time too. Yeah, his career. Crazy. But you know, you know, we're talking. If you think about it, Miss Elizabeth was involved with a lot of history. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it, she, I mean, yeah, like I said from and, WWF to WCW. Mhm. And she managed Lex Luger um, with the NWO too at one point. I think I remember that. I think I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that, Pretty wild. When did she? Uh, when did uh, she? She passed away, didn't she? A while ago. Yeah, unfortunately. I know. I, I, I was. I was just saying about that. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you, man, you you really would have liked her, man. She was like super cool. Well, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. I was, man. Yeah. And, I was, and she, had, was, man, she I was, had that natural beauty too. You know, what I mean, she did. You know how oh, yeah. some. You know, they put on a lot of makeup and all that, man. But even without makeup, she was amazing. I mean, you would. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I know, like, yeah. you've seen her in, on television. I mean, she's still beautiful. Like I said, I can only imagine right. she's definitely a beautiful woman. And, and personality-wise, she she was she was such a sweetheart, man. She's so nice. She was. She looked that way, too, you mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I was kind of that's why I was kind of surprised at her, you know, when she said didn't make it to me. I was kind yeah. of surprised she didn't make it. And, and, yeah, me too, because, I mean, she always took care of herself, you know what I mean? True. She was pretty healthy. Yes, she did. Yeah, she had a, a degree in communications, right? Oh, she, she did? And that's how, yeah, uh, she was from, originally from Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, matter of fact, that's how her and Macho Man met, because she was doing commentary for some of his wow. wrestling shows, early wrestling shows, and that's how they met. Wow. That's something. Yeah. yeah they, so, they, were, they was a beautiful couple, too. Oh, they God, yeah. Couple. I mean, even even after they split, you can still see how close they were, you know what I mean? True. True. They always stay yeah, close. Like, yeah, I'm glad it worked. Like I said, that's, that's what I said when I found that they split up. I was really, I was really shocked about that. Yeah, but yeah, really she was right up that. there with the NWA with Hogan and Macho Man and Eric yeah. uh, Bischoff. Yeah, of, she was part of that entourage. <laughs> and she had yeah. her NWA shirt on. Man, right. I tell you what. She made NWO look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, oh God, yeah. I mean, it, it just, it just, it just. If you think about it, like there were some really heavy hitters within the NWO. Oh, you know wow. I mean? you're right, and that's and that's what that's what made them. That's what made them so great. I mean, like I said, yeah, yeah, her and Hogan, all the nationals. I mean, her and him. Yeah, yeah, so many men. I mean, yeah. And uh, even DiBiase, yeah, 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 was was, uh, was a part of it one time, yeah. Buff mm-hmm. Badwell, so I mean, like I said, you know, like, yeah. I said, like, even like like Buff Badwell, uh, a lot of the NWO, it made a lot of them, it made a lot of them stars, you know, like like it, it really made them stars, made them bigger stars. You mean like they're like Buff Badwell, 
you know, mm-hmm. we just market, we just, we just, you know, we just, we just market, we just market that well, right? So, you know, he joined the NFL and he was and so he, he became a bigger star. Even like um, the one, two, three kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look at Big Show when he was the Giant. Oh, yeah. He was with him. Yeah, he was in yeah, he was with yeah. Right. And then Elizabeth, she was with the, she was with the, she was with the whole organization. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it, I mean, back during that time, I mean, her and woman, you know, were like two of the biggest lady stars they had. I would say so, yeah. I would definitely say so. No doubt about it. Yeah. yeah no, no doubt about it. Well, other than, yeah. you know, like, on the wrestling end with, you know, Medusa, you know, when she was wrestling, when she came back to WCW from WWE, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, Medusa, yeah, I remember her. I don't say I'm gonna tell you, Pop, so much. I'm gonna tell you somebody that I, I'm gonna tell you somebody I was so crazy about. Uh, Sherry, the face of Sherry. Oh my God, Sherry Martel. Oh, I man. was so oh, crazy. God. I was crazy about that woman. I really, I was really, I had a crush on that woman. Oh my God, she was like. Oh, she was. She's wow. amazing. She was amazing, man. Oh my God. I know. You know, yeah. it, Booker, Booker, and Stevie still talk about her, man. For real. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, because she, she she helped them a lot, you know. Oh yeah, because I remember, I remember she was their manager. I mean, I tell you, she, and she, I tell you, I love, I love her energy. Even when she, even though she was, even when she was the bad guy, bad person, I mean, she still her energy. I mean, her energy. Oh, she, she was tough, fire, man. I mean. <laughs> yeah, man, she was. Oh, she was tough, dude. Um, she yeah. almost um, actually, she, she almost was managed me at one time. Oh man, that was, wow! That been that would have been that would have been great, myself. Oh, that cool! Because I I it, I I I do the good wording for her and and Bobby Heenan, one either one of them to be my manager, right? When wow. I first started with Maestro, right? And Bobby Heenan, mm-hmm. he wanted to do it, but he was too busy commentating with Shivani, right? And oh, Jerry almost had Sherry almost had it, but they ended up giving it to Alicia, wow. you know, who came came Symphony, yeah. right? But but man, oh, yeah, but, yeah Sherry man, Sherry was great man. God, I, I miss Sherry so much. Yeah, she was um, she was incredible. I mean, it's just like I said, you didn't get Sherry and Elizabeth. I mean, it was totally different. I mean, it, oh, can you can you imagine Sherry with the NWO? Oh my God. Oh man, that would have been awesome, man. That would oh, she would have been God. amazing. Yeah, that would have been awesome, Sherry the NWO. Oh, she would have been. She was in a perfect fit. Oh yeah. She was in That'd a perfect have been all, fit. Oh man. god. That was, that was definitely so in cool. that fit. You know, I could tell Lizzie. I mean, she was like, she was more. Even when she was in the NWA, she was really more. She didn't feel like she was. She was quiet. I mean, she was mm-hmm. really quiet. I mean, she didn't. She didn't say much. I mean. Yeah. You know, she was there, but. Yeah, did, you know, yeah that was, I think that was basically her style. You know what I mean? She wasn't. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Because she's always been quiet right. like that. You know. Yeah, I know that because I'm trying to like even I even heard her talk. I mean, I don't think I haven't. But, but man, man Randy, Randy loved her. Man, God knows he loved. He 
love that lady. I believe it. I believe it. Oh man, but she yeah um, she's um, it's amazing. I mean how how involved she was with a lot of wrestling history, man. Right, Miss Elizabeth. Uh, my man, she is my was she um, okay? Macho man when he when he passed away was she still living or she passed away? Uh, was she dead uh, already? I can't remember. Macho man, uh, yeah, she had passed. She had, she had passed for Macho man did yeah. She did. Oh, okay. Okay. And it wasn't long after that that Macho Man passed on. Yeah, I know. I, I was a shocker. Was a shark. Pretty wild, yeah. Like, he had a heart attack behind the wheel, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Man, that was crazy, man. How, uh, how did, how did Macho teach her when she passed away? Oh, uh, well, I... He, you know, he didn't really say much, but I mean, I can only imagine he how he felt. Yeah, because right. I mean, they were right. they were tight for so many years, you know. Right. Because like I said, they were they was they was um, they was definitely they had, they had a long run. I mean, from um, from WWF to WCW, and, um, they yeah, had they a very did. long run. It was good. Mm-hmm. And a long run. Yeah. And they, they seem to follow each other, even after, you know, they split up. They their career is kind of like, they're like they followed each other. Like you know, when Randy went to WCW, she did too. True. Yeah, she did. So I mean, you know, they, they, did they break up? Did they break up while they was in WWF or WCW? I I think it was the latter part of uh, WWE when he was when they were there. Oh, okay. When they split, yeah, yeah, I believe. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's funny you say that. You know, because uh, like the split. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they split. I don't know why they split. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, I look at. I know. Um, I heard like Stone Cold Steve Austin and his wife split up because you know, he was always. Yeah. Done. I heard when he did an interview. He said he was always on the road. You mean he's always gone? And you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the reason why I say that because I mean, has has um, they get the thoughts. I mean, the wrestlers. I mean, that um, they were they were married. I wonder what kind of impact it had on had on their marriage. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you, you, right. you, you know, you professional wrestler. I mean, you're always on the road. You mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I and, and in that. their in their case, you know, they were on the road together. You know what I mean? Quite a bit. Yeah. So and that you're right. And that that that, that part. Was I think that part was actually good, you mean? Because yeah, yeah. Um, at least they, at least they were together, you mean? Right, but, right. Because I mean, I, I know being part of business during that time, and heck, it, you know, it's you know, like even even nowadays, I mean, it's it's hard on families, you know what I mean? It is, yeah, you're right. Even like I remember, you know, even like Rick Flair, I mean. You know, um, even Rick Flair, um, I heard he had marital problems. I mean, because, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was always on the road. And then not only that with Flair, you know, he really, when he when really, when Flair took on that that character of nature, the nature boy, I mean, he really took on that character. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I'm oh, going yeah, by rumors. I mean, I don't know. If, <laughs> I mean, he, he really he really lived it. And I, I heard it really had an effect on his marriage. I mean, I mean I'm just hearing rumors say. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but. That was, you know, that was the mm-hmm. rumors I heard, man, that, you know, that he was really, he was really doing it. I mean, 
Oh, oh yeah, 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 he did. Not, not wow. that many people could live his lifestyle. Oh my God, I, I know I couldn't. Oh, definitely. Not. <laughs> I, 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 I give you his example. Oh my God, God bless him. Uh, crowbar, Devin Storm, great guy, Devin man, Storm. awesome dude. Yeah, he was he was Crowbar in WCW. Wow, he was known as Crowbar, and uh, he uh, he he tried to outdrink Flair one night, and uh, and I w- warned him, said, "No, man, please, this ain't Rick's first rodeo." You know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and next thing you know, Rick's Rick's still out in the dance floor dancing, and I'm having to carry wow. Devin back to his room because Devin was wow. like, you know, he was done <laughs> for the night, right? I mean, from what I understand, Rick Flair, he really did it. I mean, from from what from what oh, I oh god, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he, I, he I, really I couldn't. Cool. Like the life of the horse, <laughs> the horseman. Their, their roads, they, oh. they would do, man. They, they'd wrestle all night, right? Party mm-hmm. all night, get up early wow. that morning, work out in the gym, fly to the next town, and do it all over again. And wow, I'm that's like, crazy. Oh my god, that's not. Yeah, that's, that's 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 crazy. I, I mean, like I said, this that's crazy. I, I, but, yeah, yeah, not many of us. I mean, could pull that off. I, I know I couldn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Especially now, there's wow. no way. Oh my God, I need I need to get some rest after all that. You know, I mean, <laughs> you got that right. I mean, you, you got that right. I mean, you got that right because even like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. Oh do my it. God, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh do man, it. That, that's <laughs> uh, it. It takes a rare breed of individual. <laughs> You're right. I'm just not near to sir either. Flair was definitely one of a kind, <laughs> and and he's, you say he's, he's still doing this thing, man. It's incredible. You know? Wow, that is that is incredible. And like I said, Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth, she was with Flair for. Uh, I remember uh, she been with Flair for a bit. Yeah, um, even with Flair, Elizabeth. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's mad at some of the best. She has. Yeah, she managed Luger in her latter years. Lex Luger. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember that. I remember that. That's, that's I remember pretty that. wild. It is. It really so, is when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, just, it, if you think about it, her career has been amazing. I mean, she was, you know, with the, like we it said, the NWO, Mega Powers, mm-hmm. um, yeah. God, Ric Flair. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, she, she, pretty she, wild. She's managed, she's, um, she's, managed, she's managed the best, you know. She, really she was at WrestleMania three when Mott, uh with when the Macho Man Steamboat wrestled for the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, and I mean, man, she's 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 been to all the big de- events. <laughs> yes, yeah, she has. Yes, yeah, she really has. She really has. It's amazing. I'm on the call. Oh, yeah, I'm about to call it. I'm gonna call it tonight. Call it tonight. I'm about to call it tonight. Oh, it's I so good to hear from you, Sal. You take care of yourself, brother. You too. Yeah, like I said, I really enjoy. I really enjoy um, talking to you, um, Michael. You know when I find that you know, like I, it's nothing like you know, like when I look at when I look at social media, me at the end of the, one mm-hmm. time I find out probably still Michael is this. It still is nothing like connecting with real people. Me hearing a person's voice, I mean, versus versus a text, I mean. Right. You know absolutely. Saying? 
That's what the word. That's, that's, see, that's the name. That's the name that we look at. We look at mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram and, and, and social media. Man, that's the name that 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 um, social media social media can't replace. That because let me tell you something. It's nothing like mm-hmm. talking here in a person. It's nothing like like me. It's nothing like. I mean, it's one thing like talking to Michael. It's one thing to see you like on social media. Man, that's one thing. But, mm-hmm. but when I hear your voice, see, like hearing your voice, me. Because I can feel right. your energy, I can feel your energy, me, and, and and that's the thing. Right. That's why that's why I love. That's why I love your show. I mean, like I said, you know, like I said, it's one thing to comment on your post. I love it, but like I said, but it's even better to hear your voice, me. To hear your voice, my sure is it's it's incredible, me. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, same here, brother. I mean, just nothing like have that interaction. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, hearing your hearing hearing your voice. I mean, um. Face-to-face interaction, man. Nothing, nothing beats that. And social media doesn't beat that. It just doesn't do you mean? Because you know you, oh, you have, you have you a lot there, of people man. that really, you know, what I mean? you have a lot of people. You know, you have a lot of people try to do everything on social media, but you can't do everything on social media. I mean, like I said, you had to do things off the you mean, off so you mean social. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta. Uh, that's so that's what I like about you, Professor Myself. That's what I mean. I love about you because you you're going out here and you're connecting with real people. You know what I mean? That's that's better. That's better than social media any day. You mean to go out here? I, I'm with you, man. You're connecting with real people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. That's what it's all about. You know? Exactly, exactly. And so that's why. So that's why you know, it's just nothing beats it. I mean, nothing beats it. Nothing beats face-to-face interaction. Like nothing beats hearing a person's voice. Man, and I, and I just want to say, I really enjoy hearing your voice. Um, just, I mean, because I can, I can feel even like now. When I talk to you now, Pop Store Mike, I can feel your energy. Mean, I can feel it. Oh, same here, brother. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's just, yeah. like you said, it's nothing like it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna call tonight, Pop Store Mike. I enjoy talking to you, man, and I'll I'll give it to you on next week. And I, I love you, brother. Love you, man. Love you too, brother. You stay strong, man. Uh, you, you t- yes, sir. You take care, Mike. Stro. Right, Do the same, brother. Always a pleasure, bye-bye. man. Likewise, likewise. Bye bye. Bye bye. That that was Mr. Hollywood, guys, and we got another caller here. Let's let's oh, it's a Skype caller. Oh boy, the one one ones. Let's see who it is. Like it's like Wheel of Fortune, spin the wheel, make the deal, right? Uh, let's see who it is. Okay, welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, how you doing? It's Harry Mandel. No, it's me, Brian. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Brian. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. How you doing? Oh, doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, tonight, uh, we've been talking about uh, the career of Miss Elizabeth, man. Uh, you got any favorite Miss Elizabeth stories you'd like to share? Uh, well, I remember uh, when, you know, when her and uh, Randy Savage were together, Miss uh, mm-hmm. Elizabeth, though, you know, I mean, you know, everybody can talk about the, you know, her and Randy Savage together and WWF and and uh, WCW, but something that people don't really talk about about Miss Elizabeth is uh, later on uh, when she went to WCW. Uh, mm-hmm. A few people don't know, but you know, she had uh, a couple matches. You know, she actually wrestled uh, mm-hmm. in WCW and. You know, but the thing about it is, though, 
when you talk about Miss Elizabeth, you you kind of feel awkward to use wrestler and Miss Elizabeth in the same sentence because right. Miss Elizabeth was just like a Princess Diana, you know, or a right. um, yeah. Queen Elizabeth because she just wasn't somebody that was used to all that uh, stuff of, you know, getting in the ring wrestling. And, you know, she did a lot of interaction in WWF when she was a savage with uh, the sensational mm-hmm. Sherry, you know. And, uh, yeah. I mean, so she she was just the uh, the ultimate material girl. But when she went over WCW and she did that full-fledged heel turn, and mm-hmm. went, went, went with the NWO. She had kind of a batter attitude, batter side yeah. to her. And, uh, and then when she managed uh, Lex, uh, Lex Luger, later on in WCW, you know, that that was real cool, too. But um, Miss Elizabeth was just all around a great, great uh, performer. Um I'm not going to say great raster because she didn't do that that much. But, uh, you yeah. know, she, it, she, she was somebody that you just, uh, loved, you know, I mean, you didn't have a bad thing to say about her. Oh yeah. What a great personality. You know, I, I alluded to earlier podcasts. If, if pro wrestling had like a beauty pageant or on beauty pageant, she would like ace it every time. Oh you know yeah. I mean? Most definitely. Yeah, she was she was amazing. And if you think about it, like we talked about it earlier on the podcast, she's been involved with a lot of the many historical events throughout the years with wrestling. I mean, she was in WrestleMania three when uh, Ricky Steamboat won the IC title from uh, Randy Savage. Oh yeah, uh, she That's was there. Cool. She was there when the Mega Powers formed. She was there when the Mega Powers split up. <laughs> She, you know, yeah. uh, she, Randy proposed to her. Uh, I don't know if it was a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania where Macho Man wrestled the Ultimate Warrior. Remember that? Yeah, and then uh, wasn't she involved in the angle when uh, when Savage fought uh, Jake and he, you know, he had the snake? Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah, so, she was there for that too. So I mean, she was she's part of a lot of stuff and. Actually, I, now, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was also a part of... Do you remember when uh, George Animal Steel took on Savage? I think she was a part yeah, of that, too. Yeah, 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 George Steel had a crush on her, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild, man. But you think yeah, about it, she's been involved in a lot of history, man. Yeah, she has, and... uh I I was uh I was taking a look at uh, some of the classic Sunday Night Heat episodes they got on the Peacock Network, and mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to figure out. I know that Goga was um, John Tenta, Earthquake. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what character George still played in the uh, Oddities. Hmm. It's a wonder he didn't play himself because George Amos still would have been a great. Member of the oddities. <laughs> yeah, because I think, I, I think he was in the oddities though, un, under a mask. 
he he might have been. He might have been. Yeah. But his old his old character, uh, George the Animal Steel, would have been great, I think, with the oddities because it would have fit right in. But that's just me. Oh yeah, biting the turnbuckle and everything. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Great man. But yeah, but yeah, I- Miss Elizabeth, and it's amazing if you think about it throughout the years how much he was involved. Yeah, and you know, also, uh, also another important part of history she was involved in was WrestleMania when Ric Flair sold her for Randy Savage. Remember that? Yeah, and they went to I house do. and they had her in the magazine, and Flair was showing her around the house and in the pictures and stuff. And yeah, you know, Savage so and Flair. Yeah, I was back when. Savage and Flair, they were all part of that uh, double main event there at WrestleMania. Remember that? Yeah, and you know, uh, they said that originally, but they they changed the plans, but they said originally it was going to be Randy Savage with Elizabeth against, uh, it's going to be Savage against Ted Vicious, and Rick Flair is going to yeah. play Hulk Hogan, but they changed the plans. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Well, I'm glad it worked out the way it did, though. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Because uh, it really, uh, it really uh, elevated Miss Elizabeth, you know, to the top. And I mean, he was just, he, you know, the thing about it is, you know, Stro, you look around at all these different female athletes, and I'm not cutting anybody down, but like. Uh, the late Lena Vachon, um, God rest her mm-hmm. soul, and, and some of the other ones like um, Tammy Tammy Sedge, you know, Sonny. You know, you look mm-hmm. at you you look at them and you say, well, you know, Lena, she had a great career with the Oddities and with a uh, Gangrel, of course, Dave David Heath, and uh, but you look at Tammy Lynn Sitch, and you see what she's become. But when you look at Elizabeth, you know, you, you've seen a material person her whole career, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, then it, then it was a tragedy, of course, you know, of how she passed. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, she stayed that way, though, her entire career. You know, she stayed a yeah. role model to people until she went to the Dark side with compared right. to the NWO, but yeah, because she, she, yeah, she, she was really, she always real classy, the way she carried herself, you know. Yeah, and you know, in a in a way now, not in not in WWF, but in a way, you can kind of compare Miss Elizabeth to that of Deborah Michaels when she was with Mongo. But yeah, yeah, was I, I, I can see that. Her hand. Right. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of similarities there. Yeah. Yeah. And think about Miss Elizabeth. I mean, you could put her in any generation of wrestling, and, and she would stand out. You know, I mean, that's she was like timeless, like a timeless classic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. 
understand. But yeah, I mean, what a storied career she's had. You think about it, she was involved with a lot of big things throughout the years. And, and she, her and woman would manage manage Ric Flair at one point. Yeah, uh, they, you know, and the times when uh, she was a heel, you know, uh, she'd help Ric Flair win. And remember the time now. I never will forget this Nitro, and I, I know I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever mentioned this match on the show, but in all the years I've been calling on the show, but uh, one of my favorite matches of all time is when Elizabeth and Woman got involved when Arn Anderson beat Hulk Hogan. I just thought that was so cool on Nitro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And wow. after the match, Hogan was ticked. I mean, he was mad that Arn Anderson had beat him. And gosh, I mean, that got, what a huge win for Arn that night. Yeah. And you know, you know, you look at you look at that match that Arn had with Hogan, and and you call it a classic. But then, mm-hmm. and no disrespect to Billy Kidman, but you look years mm-hmm. later when you had this whole new blood rising versus the old school guys, and you had Billy Kidman beat Hulk Hogan, and you say, okay, what in the heck happened? Uh, what in the heck happened between all this time when Arn Anderson beat Hogan? It was such a classic. And then I was seeing Billy Kidman beat Hogan, and that's like some kind of joke. You know, I mean, you ask yourself that. I mean, no yeah, that was, Kidman. Yeah, that was a crazy was time. was an awesome uh, competitor. Mm-hmm. But, right. just, you know, just at a different time, like you were saying, it just, yeah. uh, you wonder what happened, you know. Yeah, and I... I you know, I, I just saw on Ric Flair's uh, "To Be the Man" podcast. They were they were talking about Arn Anderson and uh, when he did the run in, they did the spine buster with Undertaker. What a big yeah. pop it got at WrestleMania, and uh, and they were talking then about how Arn's career was cut way too short, man. Because I mean, he was such a great, great wrestling talent. Oh my God, Arn was oh, so yeah. good. I mean. Uh... I mean, you know, you know when Arn started out, he started out with uh, Mr. Olympia, Jerry Stubbs. Yeah. Uh, they were, they what were a team they were, team. too, back in the day. Yeah, great, good team. Yeah, they they wore those, wore those hats. And, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's sad how his, his career was cut short because if he, if he would have still been uh, wrestling everything, I mean, just imagine the things that he could have done. I, I, I mean, oh god, no, no pun intended. I mean, he could put on his classics. I mean, one thing that, one match that uh, I always wanted to see is whenever Bobby Roode appeared. You know, because mm-hmm. Bobby Roode has always reminded me of Arn Anderson and Rick Roode. And right. I mean, I would have loved to have seen Arn Anderson. And Bobby Roode go at it. Oh, what a match. Oh, they would have heck of a match. Heck of a match. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and just think, if Arn was still going today, would he 
what do you, what do you get, uh, do with this newer generation? Oh my God. Yeah, he would, he would be dominant. I mean, you know, he would have, he would have been a dominant force. And you know, another guy, a guy that is no longer with us, he was one of my all-time favorites. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I never will forget it. When he passed, I was actually in the hospital having my tonsils taken out. And my oh, friend wow. called me, and he says, uh, you ain't going to believe this. I said, what? Did you know Chris Candido? I said, yeah. He said, Candido died. I said, what happened to him? He said, well, he had he had that knee replacement. You know, he got injured on TMA. And he had that knee replacement. Set up staph infection. And, man, that just devastated me because Chris Candido, I mean, the ability that guy had in the ring oh, was yeah. just far none amazing. I mean, yes. he would have been, oh been a world champion oh. if you know if he was still here. And I mean, and, and outside the ring, you couldn't ask for a better guy. He was such a great guy outside the ring. I mean, he would sit there. I mean, if he was alive today, he'd be sitting with us right now, just shooting the breeze and you know having a good time. I and mean, that's the way he was. And he just he just loved the wrestling business, man. Oh yeah, I mean, just. Uh, yes. Such a such an awesome character. And I, I remember um I remember his last appearance on TNA when the Naturals, Chase Stevens and uh Andy Douglas won those belts. Mm-hmm. Chris Candy yeah, just what started they were, right? you know, He he was just mm-hmm. in tears. Yeah. So Yeah, I've I think I've I talked I've talked to Chase about it a few times, you know, when we were uh, doing some wrestling together years back about Chris, yeah. man. And, uh, man, I mean, yeah, Candido was just amazing. And the, the matches I had with him were just, was just great, man. Uh, being spoken about and wrestling with him was, was awesome. And, uh, you know, we had like the beat the tamp cue going on, uh, us and Tracy's mothers and everything. It, it was, it was really cool, man. And I, and just see him progress, like when he had the body Donna thing in WWE. Remember that when he was teaming with yeah, Tom Pritchard. Yeah, yeah. What now? That was uh, so. Um, I know he was Skip, and that one was what right. a flip. Yeah. Okay, so Flip so, so, was, yes, was Tom Pritchard. Yeah. Uh huh. I didn't even know that that was Tom Pritchard. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, <laughs> if you uh, if, if you go to YouTube, Tom Pritchard's got a podcast. Uh-huh. There, uh, he talks about that, how he got to be uh, Chris's tag partner there with the Body Donna. Okay, so yeah, I, you know, I always wondered who that was. You know, I didn't, I didn't know uh, because I know that uh, I know Skinner. He ended up being, I think it was Steve uh, Steve Curran from the Fabulous ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a team they yeah. Fabs, him and Stan Ling. Now, they were yeah. awesome back in the day, man. I mean, they were right up there as popular as Rock and Roll Express, I mean, back during that time. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, there, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of great 
you know, great stars, you know, that are, are uh, no longer with us. And, I mean, yeah, you know, like uh, Eddie Guerrero. I mean, Eddie Guerrero was amazing. Oh, man, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, man, he he was a national treasure, bro. <laughs> it, Eddie yeah. could do it all, man. Uh, speaking of, uh, we got Steve joining us. Uh, Steve, how you doing, man? Welcome, welcome back to the show. Good, just listening in. Yeah, we, uh, we were talking. Yeah, we've been talking, Miss Elizabeth, and shooting some going down memory lane a little bit. Yeah, man. So, hey, what's what's going on, Steve? Not much. Just uh, wanted to mention uh, Matt Cardona did like a wedding segment recently. Very macho man. Looks inspired. I figured that was worth the mention. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. Got a GCW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, you know, guys, uh, uh, Miss Elizabeth. Um, we've talked about some of the history she's been involved with. I mean, she's had. We just touched on that with you know Deborah McMichael, the influence that she had with with her. I mean, there's uh, quite a few people we could talk about that Miss Elizabeth had some. Inf- you could see Miss Elizabeth had some influence on. You know. Yeah. Like you know, even you can take some some of the Dave stars with some some of the ladies, the top star lady stars, and you know what I mean in the business. Yeah, you you can probably compare it to uh, Madison Rain as well, because you know Madison Rain walked around with a princess crown on her head. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her do that the other night in her uh, title match with. Uh, the TBS champ. Yeah, Jay uh, Cargill. Cargill. Yeah. Yeah. They had a good match. Sir, I had a question. Uh, I didn't get a chance sure. to look at it, but uh, how was Elizabeth's math- match with uh, Daphne? Because I heard she wrestled Daphne in WWE. Oh, it's okay. And, and, and think about Daphne. She was so good at her gimmick. I mean, my God. I mean, it was just a natural thing for her. So and 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 what what I liked about it was you know you weren't expecting to or, or go go out and doing a uh, a Sherry Martell Medusa match or or so forth but I mean they the good thing about their match they stayed true to who they both were right and that, that, that's why it, you know that's why it worked you know what I'm saying because you know I mean we're, we're talking about Elizabeth you know when you know, she's got some wrestling knowledge but she was more or less like the beauty pageant of pro wrestling. You know, if, if pro wrestling had a beauty pageant, she would ace it every time, man. She was just, a, just an amazing individual. Yeah, I think Brandy Rhodes had to have been influenced by her a little bit because I know Brandy's kind of very polarizing, but when mm-hmm. her and Cody were kind of like, very favorited in AEW. I think uh, that was the closest we got to a Macho Man was the pairing because Lana was always a villain with Miro. So I think yeah, Cody and Brandy were like the closest to that. Lana, she's another one you could see that was he- that that Elizabeth Miss Elizabeth's influence. Yeah, got to mention her. Yeah, 
And you know, you know, actually, I, I know that Steve does a lot of. Uh, he keeps up, up a lot of the Japanese performers stuff, and one Japanese performer just just stood out to me that uh, I think Elizabeth had a lot of uh, influence on Steve as a uh, Rio that works for AEW. Like you notice when she comes to the ring, she waves and does all that stuff, and and I kind of think Elizabeth had a influence on her. Uh, I wouldn't be able to tell, but uh, they definitely have that very endearing personality. You know, also along those lines, uh, I, I I I could see a little bit of that in Kyrie Sane with both both. Uh, influences with Miss Elizabeth and the Macho Man and her style. Yeah. Is her, you know, I, I the know that elbow her, drop is, is great. Oh, yeah. And their pageantry, the way she comes out to the ring and everything, I mean, it just screams Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, What do you think about the Jake Roberts Randy Savage feud? Because obviously the wedding with the Cobra is like probably one of my God, favorite Elizabeth that feud moments. That was so good. Yes, that was so good. Oh my God, I loved their feud, man. It was it was just amazing. You had two intense individuals uh, with Macho Man and, and Jake the Snake, and 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 you had Elizabeth kind of being right in the middle of everything, and, and she played her role out so well, man. Yeah, I think um, outside of the outside of Hogan, Macho Man, Macho Man, Drake Roberts was like probably the best stuff she was in, involved with. Even though Macho Man's parents were mad about her getting slapped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, she, we're talking earlier. She's been involved in so much history, man. If you think about it, what a storied career she's had. You know, you know another another female competitor. Well, I'm not going to say competitor because I don't even know. I don't even think she's ever had a match. I think she's mm-hmm. had a few slaps. But uh, right, somebody else that you might want to say that Elizabeth had an influence on because she's such a uh, such a stood back kind of person is mm-hmm. Linda McMahon. Can you see that, Linda McMahon? Because she, she just, she doesn't do much. You know, she just talks on the mic stuff. I mean, she doesn't come out there and do the uh, Queen stuff and all that. But she's kind of a laid back person, like Elizabeth was. She never had a match. I mean, I, I guess that's the kind of comparison I'm saying. I'm not saying kind of there with a Queen uh, crown yep. on and all that I, stuff. But I got. You know what I can see? I can see a little bit of that too. And guess you know we alluded to earlier that Miss Elizabeth, she's got a degree in communications from the University of Kentucky. So I mean, she's got some knowledge. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you know one another another person uh, we forgot to mention that you can see a little bit of Miss Elizabeth influence is uh, uh, Terry Reynolds. You know. Don't miss Alexander York bit and then. Oh yes, yes, most yeah. definitely. 
see a little bit of that in her. But she was, uh, yeah, she's got a degree in communications, man. She had a degree, and uh, that's that's how her and Macho Man met through the ICW promotion that the Poffos were running, right? And she was doing the commentary at the time. Uh-huh. And wow. uh, it was love at first sight. <laughs> uh, speaking of Terry, I think her and Goldust were like, I think some of Goldust's best work. Oh, the early God, 90s. Yeah. Mid nineties, yeah. That that that's when the gold dust thing really took off, yeah. yeah they're amazing together. Right. Yeah, man. Because you had you had the crazy you had the crazy gold dust and you had the sex appeal of Terry, but she was kinda of more reserved too. Right. Right. And you know, you yeah, know something. Though. Another influence right there. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know something about. Wow, let's say probably it's been probably about over twenty years now. Uh, something strange, you know. Uh, Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling, when Dusty Rhodes ran it, you know, is down here in Thomaston, Georgia. Yeah, Turnbuckle. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I used to go to it with my brother and everything when. When he was living in, uh, you know, one of the weird things about Dustin Rhodes, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if this had anything to do with uh, WWE. You know, I don't know at the time if he was working with the WWF or what. But you know, Dustin Rhodes actually appeared on Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling on the cards, but on the same mm-hmm. card there was this guy. That was called something else, dust, and he dressed like gold dust. Oh wow! Yeah, so I don't know if it was something to do with WWE uh, owning the rights to gold dust, and he couldn't be gold dust on the indie scene, so somebody else had to be mm-hmm. something gold dust, you know. So, but I just that must have been something, up. especially with Dustin being there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Maybe a rib. Oh goodness! Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did have a guy in Memphis called Dirty Rose at one point. Oh. You know, it's funny. Um, you know, Dusty had Sapphire with them. I think that was the closest they ever got to a Miss Elizabeth, even though not nearly as big of an of an impact. And I think it was mm-hmm. kind of a rib on Dusty, but it's kind of funny that he had Sapphire and then Cody later on married uh, Brandy. They became scary. Yeah. And, and think about Dusty, you know, it was a rip, but man, he, him and Sapphire made it work, man. They got over like nobody's business. That's how talented, you know, they were Dusty at the time. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Dust, were. Dusty, was, Dusty, everything he touched was like magic, just about. You know what I mean? He'd make, it, yeah, make anything were, work. They were amazing uh, together. And something funny, you know, Steve mentioned uh, Sapphire. And I don't know why, but this popped in my head. And I always wanted this some kind of rib or whatever, but uh, I know she's no longer with us. But you remember that lady that came out there and was, and and I would always crack up every time this happened on Raw, but she'd come out there and she would play as, uh, she up in bed with Mama. And she'd say, you stand up straight. You go over and DDT him. 
You did it. You oh, Shelton Benjamin's mom. You right here. <laughs> that, that, yeah, was that was great, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. But Sapphire was over, man. She had her own doll and everything, man. She was, she was yeah, right, right there. She was very good. Amazing, man. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I mean, but Brandy, I could see, you know, Brandy, I could see some Miss Elizabeth influence of Brandy, for sure. Because she has that same, like, beauty, elegant style about her, you know what I mean? I got to, you know, I almost, I almost, I just thought about this, Queen Charmel. I think she was, like, the villain Queen version Mark? of Miss yeah. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Queen Charmel. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's perfect, man. Good, good one, Steve. Yeah, that. Yeah, you can definitely see Miss Elizabeth influence Queen Charmel, man. And you know, I just, I just thought about somebody else, um, Dixie Carter. Oh, Dixie. <laughs> yeah, when she would come to Dixie the ring. He, yeah, just when she would come to the ring, though, you know, she would come out there and wave at everybody. You know, that's that's really the only influence I, I really see. Of Elizabeth and her, mm-hmm. because I, you know, Miss Elizabeth didn't have a very southern uh, accent like me or, or talk like Dixie, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she she would be like a lot like Elizabeth until she talks, right? Like, hey y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one too. Oh man, and 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 do you think you know her being from Kentucky? You know she would have so what of an accent, but man, no, she she was very articulate, man. She was, you know, I, I this goes back to her being very well educated. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, uh, speaking of speaking of accents, I think it's so cool and awesome how for so many years. Nikita Koloff pulled off the Russian nightmare accent, and, and people always thought when he went out in public and everything, when he became born again Christian stuff, when he spoke at different places, still does. Yeah. You know, people always thought they say, "Wait, where's your accent? You're not Russian." He says, "No, I'm not Russian. That was just a character." And he's still got the Nikita Koloff look too, man. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. He does. Yeah, I think Kyle was talking about that this past Sunday. You know, the same same could be said to Uncle Ivan, Uncle Koloff, man. I mean, the other day he passed, man. I mean, you, you would never know. He was like the sweetest guy you, you ever want to meet. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I never will forget, uh, you know, you had him on your show for your birthday, and I called in, and I was, I think I had just had surgery. And I was in the hospital, and I called in and mm-hmm. I have an old phone talk to him, and uh, you know that was just that, that was just truly an honor, you know, just to be able to talk to Ivan, and uh, it was yeah. an honor that short time yeah. to meet him. Good time. You mentioned that show this past Sunday too. Yeah, that was that was an awesome show. Meeting with everybody involved, that was a, it was expensive. You know, yeah. I mean. Gosh, it's and you, you never you never would think a show like that would be kind of like once 
once in a lifetime deal. But man, that that show was just like magic that night, man. It was so cool. Everybody being there. Good stuff. Yeah, my friend who doesn't my friend who doesn't even call podcasts that much, I got to call in and talk to him. So it was pretty cool night. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you could see, uh, you know, Macho Man and uh, Miss Elizabeth, you know, had had some influence, and he, like somebody said, some of the stars today that's still kind of carrying it on. You know what I mean? So I mean, you, of course, we can mention Jay Lethal with with Randy Savage, hands down, the influence he's had on him. Was she uh, an influence on Symphony at all? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 She she's off the water. Yeah. 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 Lisa yeah, was great, man. And and I'm, I'm I was really it was really cool to you know to work with her when she was Symphony you know doing the whole Maestro thing yeah that was really awesome. Yeah, good stuff, man. Who do you say? Who do you guys think, um, per se, today, like for WWE or AW or any anybody in the wrestling world right now that we haven't mentioned that you think has a, a pretty good Miss Elizabeth influence? Hmm. Let me let me think about that. Okay. I think uh, when she was the hugger, Bailey, and then when she became the villain, Sherry Martell, I would have to go Bailey. Yeah. Because she had that Macho Man outfit look. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah, Bailey's, yeah, Bailey's a good one for sure. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can see that. Well, you got you got anybody, Brian? Uh, Still thinking. You know, I, I'm <laughs> gonna go with uh, Serena Deeb. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, because she's kind of yeah, yeah. She's, she's kind of laid back, and you know, she's she's tough, but she's she's not. Uh, she seems to try not to be too tough, and I kind of I, I can kind of see Elizabeth in her. You know, I can I, I, I can kind of see that. You, yeah, I see. What I see in her is a cross between Elizabeth and um, Sherry Martell, Serena Deeb. Yes, yes. Got a little bit of okay. both. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you think, um, like, for any either big promotion or like some of the others, do you think there sh- should be more influence, Miss Elizabeth influences with the ladies? Because I mean, you, you see all the different gimmicks and 
all the different uh, personas, you know, they got right now. But I mean, we mentioned mentioned earlier about Miss Elizabeth being kind of like a timeless classic that can like stand out in any generation of pro wrestling. Uh, you think there's one out there already that has that type of influence, or you think there should be more, you know, in the industry? I think the only one that's trying to be similar to that is Randy Rhodes, given that Cody wants to be the fan favorite, wants to be the, the hero. Um, right. But I think it works really well with somebody who's really crazy, though. That, that's what worked with Macho Man, was that she was the sensible one of the group. So I think if you right. have somebody crazy like Macho Man, then it'll definitely work with somebody else. Yeah, yeah, to- totally, yeah. Absolutely. Now, there, the, you know, to answer your question on that, I do think there should be more uh, people out there that uh, are like Elizabeth, but I do kind of see Elizabeth in another person that is currently working for AEW, um, and she's their current... AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa. Think so? Yeah, because I mean I know Thunder Rosa's got the wild streak and all that, but if you if you look look and listen to Thunder Rosa when she's doing her interviews and stuff, uh, she's got kind of a Elizabeth feel to her, just just a tad, but not as much as. Serena Deeb does. I think more Serena mm-hmm. Deeb than Thunder Rosa. You know, when it comes okay. to comparison. I think the closest one we got right now was before she turned villain. I think Julia Hart, when she was with uh, Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison, I think she was the closest we got to Elizabeth. Because she was right. very yeah. laid yeah. back, very, very pretty. You know, um, yeah. I I have to agree on that one. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't thought about Jimmy Hart. Yeah, because she was for a while just a valet for them, and I think she was kind of like that that cheerleader version of Elizabeth. You know, in, in a way, I, I still think you know she's she has that influence, even with her being in the the darker group, you know, with the House of Black. If you notice the way she carries mm-hmm. herself, she still carries herself kind of real classy. I think she dignified. wants to be. I think. You know what I mean, the close. I think she's like a combination of. She's probably trying to be. Like Luna, and, and uh, Elizabeth because she's she's still quiet, but she's got she's, right. The the, Luna was like. Crazy all the time, but. Mm-hmm. Julia still got that uh, reserved behavior still. I I remember when Luna first started her Luna for Sean deal down in Florida with Kevin Sullivan, and uh, the, it was a bit where <laughs> Sullivan was supposed to attack her, right? And this was supposed to lead in her joining the. Uh, Kevin Sullivan's Army of Darkness, right, down in Florida. And uh, I remember the story where uh, Luna said, 
he told told Kevin he better lay it in, or she's just gonna get up and kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Julia the the most I'd compare it to is probably woman mm-hmm. Nancy Benoit because she obviously yeah. is she, Julia could go for that that Luna look, but she just she's very pretty still and very quiet. Mm-hmm. So I think Nancy Benoit is like the most similar to what she is as a villain right now, but. Obviously, right. I mean, that's a little bit prior. Yeah, yeah, another, yeah. I mean, you can see it. I'm, Go ahead. Another women's uh, competitor that that we have not mentioned, and I can really say Miss Elizabeth in, is Vicky Guerrero. Oh, Vicky. Yeah, I didn't think about Vicky. Because, you know, used to she would come out with that little crown on her head and wave at everybody. Yeah. I back, think when back in the WWF or WWE. Oh, I mm-hmm. think when Eddie was alive. When Eddie was alive, she definitely could have been his Miss Elizabeth, but she could yeah. be oh, yeah. Martel, too, and how crazy she can get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, you know, Vicky, that's a good one, yeah. In, in the early days, yep. Yeah. Good stuff. And and Vicky was a cheerleader, too, so she could put, she could turn that on, probably, when she isn't being right. crazy. Right. Good stuff. Man, some interesting, interesting Miss Elizabeth memories tonight, man. It, it's uh, yeah, what a story, you know, career and, and the influences still to this day, like we've been mentioning. It's pretty incredible. Um, do do you guys got anything you would like to uh, plug? You got any events coming up or anything? Uh, feel free to plug and share. Brian, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm going to Well, last last week, WSC Lounge. Uh, made his return on uh, Instagram Live. Uh, I had on Marcus Coloma, who plays Nicholas Cass down on General Hospital. And the show broke record history. The end of the show, it had 2,591 live viewers. Wow. So... I, you know, awesome. I, I, I give I give all the credit to God and the fans, and I mean the fans got to get on and do the video calls with the guests. And um, next, uh, you know, I've, I've been working this week trying to get uh, you know some guests lined up, but um, I got I've got some guests uh, possibly coming next week, so you know we'll see how that works out, but. Uh, so I may be doing a show like every other week instead of every week. So it just depends on how the schedule goes and, you know, how things work out. But, um, I was real pleased with that episode and I think, uh, everything works out for next week. I think next week's episode will be pretty good. And, uh, I also want to ask you, uh, Stro and Steve, have either one of y'all heard from Malcolm? 
Yeah. Yeah. He just he called in on in the room uh, Tuesday, I think. Okay. Well, if you yeah. if either one of y'all can do me a favor, tell mm-hmm. Malcolm that I have been trying to get in touch with David Arquette and tell him oh, okay. it's not for my show. Tell him it has nothing to do with my show. Tell him mm-hmm. that Maurice Bernard, that plays Sonny, Sonny Corinthos on General Hospital, wants mm-hmm. David Arquette on his show, State of Mind. And uh, he's right. tried calling him. I've tried calling him, and we can't get a hold of him. And we've left messages, but we've had no luck. But I knew if anybody get in touch with him, Malcolm could, but I can't get in touch um, with Malcolm. So. If uh, okay. if and I if Stro and I don't reach him, get Brady because Brady probably uh, hears from him the most too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. Now I know he's on Twitter. Uh, okay. you, you can try to reach him on Twitter. Hopefully. He yeah, was on Facebook temporarily, but he, he doesn't seem pleased with Facebook. So I guess the email and phone would be good. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even have Twitter. I don't. I don't even have Twitter no more. Okay. Okay, but yeah, I'll let Brady know. Okay. Yeah, let 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 him know because uh, Reese wants uh, David on a show bad on a state of mind, and he's mm-hmm. tried to reach and I'll try to get in touch with him, and I had no luck. So. Yep, Maurice Bernard. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Maurice Bernard plays on General Hospital. Right. He does that show, uh, State of Mind, about uh, mental health and bipolar and uh, disability and everything. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, speaking of, the, speaking of that, I do want to ask y'all to keep um, keep two of my friends in your prayers. Um, one of my childhood friends I grew up with, uh, his brother uh, took his life the other night, and... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my friend's name was Chris, and then uh, my other friend, uh, he's called in the show for uh, jamming music man, James Green. Uh, his mother is gonna have to have her gallbladder taken out on uh, tomorrow. So oh, just wow. keep yeah, just keep them in your prayers. Oh, absolutely. We're praying right now. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh. Okay. We'll do. Um, Steve, you got anything going on, man? Uh, I just want to mention pro wrestling interviews. We do an episode every Sunday, usually 7.30 p.m. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to the group and, and guests that we have on. And, uh, want to congratulate again uh, Trevor Irvin, Brandon Scott, Phil Brown for making their appearances on SmackDown. Um, great to see some Virginia talent represented on the TV. And I uh, want to thank uh, Body by D's uh, Jim for having me. And, uh, yeah, those are my plugs. So who's your guest this week on Pro Wrestling Interviews? Do you know yet? No, um... So if we get one, I'll, I'll let you know for sure. We usually just kind of get a guest last minute or, or end up doing a, a group show. But um, we hit, we're supposed to have James Hunter this past week, but 
uh, Velvet had, you know, some things come up. But um, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I know I got one lined up for the 18th next month, and that should be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, please keep us informed. Sure. Yeah, thanks. Uh, this is this has been really great, guys. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we'll be um, next week. Uh, we're we're talking uh, Medusa. Ah, that uh, that should be a good so one. Medusa night. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cue so, up the bull and the condom matches. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, those matches were amazing. <laughs> Oh my god. Amazing. And what and you think about it, you know, she's had a great career too for the years as well and she was involved with a lot of wrestling history. Just like Miss Elizabeth, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to next week, sir. So next week is Medusa yeah, night. Her and uh, yeah, go ahead. Paul Heyman. They go back a long way. Yes, they do. They sure do. So yeah, we'll be talking about that next week. For sure, looking looking to dive into that. But uh, thank you guys for listening, and be sure to catch archives of tonight's show. Just go to WCW Retro and um, look for Miss Elizabeth. And uh, thank you guys. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. We'll see you guys next Thursday. We'll close it out with some Gang Grill. How about that? <laughs> hey. Sounds good. Here we go. Bang, bang. Oh, yeah.